welcome to day 253 of Shaped by the Word. I'm Paul Kemp here with Cindy Kemp and Matthew Kresge. We continue our journey through the Gospel of Matthew. We've deeply enjoyed Matthew for his grasp of the Old Testament uh, figures that are fulfilled in Christ, both uh, in types that are seen in the events, but also uh, Jesus is the fulfillment of many of the persons of the Old Testament, the promises to Abraham and the promises to David. And uh, we see that building. In all of the Gospels, there, there's a turn you know, toward Jerusalem as Jesus ministers in Galilee and his disciples deliberately make a movement toward Jerusalem. And usually in, when they move toward Jerusalem, you see the opposition mounting and the tension growing as you get closer and closer to the city. But you also see you know, the disciples uh, being gathered, more and more people understanding the message of Jesus and, and responding to him, but also more and more people hearing the message and, and rejecting the heart of the message. Uh, they love many things they're seeing in Jesus uh, as a figure of the Messiah, but his teaching uh, eludes them as he calls them more and more into discipleship. So when we come into Matthew chapter 13, uh, we have several parables of the kingdom, and it emphasizes both the gathering of the disciples, those who hear the message and respond to it, and, and scattering those who hear the message and uh, do not respond to it because of the hardness of heart. So we pick up in Matthew 13. But as we always do when we read Scripture, we offer ourselves and we offer uh, the moment to the Lord. Cindy, do you mind doing that for us? Yeah. Father, thank you for this time in your word, and we ask, Lord, that as we um, focus our attention there, Lord, that you, in your faithfulness always to us, uh, reveal to our hearts what we need to know, whether it's conviction of sin, Father, or just encouragement today, we just ask that you give us all that we need through your word. In Christ's name we pray, amen. Amen. Uh, Matthew 13, beginning in verse 1. That same day, Jesus went out of the house and sat by the lake. Such large crowds gathered around him that he got into a boat and sat in it while all the people stood on the shore. Then he told them many things in parables, saying a farmer went out to sow his seed. As he was scattering the seed, some fell along the path, and the birds came and ate it up. Some fell on rocky places where it did not have much soil. It sprang up quickly because the soil was shallow. But when the sun came up, the plants were scorched, and they withered because they had no root. Other seed fell among the thorns, which grew up and choked the plants. Still other seed fell on good soil, where it produced a crop a hundred, sixty, or thirty times what was sown. Whoever has ears, let them hear. Disciples came to him and asked, Why do you speak to the people in parables? He replied, Because the knowledge of the secrets of the kingdom of heaven has been given to you, but not to them. Whoever has will be given more, and they will have an abundance. Whoever does not have, even what they have will be taken from them. This is why I speak to them in parables. Though seeing, they do not see. Though hearing, they do not hear or understand. In them is fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah. You'll be ever hearing, but never understanding. You'll be ever seeing, but never perceiving. For this people's heart has become calloused. They hardly hear with their ears, and they have closed their eyes. Otherwise, they might see with their eyes and hear with their ears, understand with their hearts, and turn, and I would heal them. But blessed are your eyes because they see, and your ears because they hear. For truly, I tell you, many prophets and righteous people long to see what you see, but did not see it, and to hear what you hear, but did not hear it. Listen, then, what the parable of the sower means. When someone hears the message about the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what was sown in their heart. This is a seed sown along the path. 
Seed falling on rocky ground refers to someone who hears the word and at once receives it with joy. But since they have no root, they last only a short time. When trouble or persecution comes because of the word, they quickly fall away. A seed falling among the thorns refers to someone who hears a word, but the worries of this life and the deceitfulness of wealth choke the word, making it unfruitful. But the seed falling on good soil refers to someone who hears the word and understands it. This is the one who produces a crop yielding a hundred, sixty, or thirty times what was sown. Jesus told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in his field. But while everyone was sleeping, his enemy came and sowed weeds among the wheat and went away. When the wheat sprouted and formed heads, then the weeds also appeared. The owner's servant came to him and said, Sir, didn't you sow good seed in your field? Where then did the weeds come from? An enemy did this, he replied. The servants asked him, Do you want us to go and pull them up? No, he answered, because while you're pulling up the weeds, you may uproot the wheat with them. Let both grow together until the harvest. At that time, I will tell the harvesters, first collect the weeds and tie them in bundles to be burned, then gather the wheat and bring it into my barn. Nice, uh, beautiful parable. Of course, uh, uh, the parable of the sower is common to you know the three synoptic gospels and of course it really does answer the question why some people respond well to god's word and why some people you know don't it's a matter of you know the soil or the receptivity you know to to god's word and then we have you know the second parable which is the parable of the wheat in the weeds uh and uh, this parable will be interpreted for us in tomorrow's reading, so we have to hold off on it just a little bit. Uh, <laughs> we can't play with it. But we can, uh, but we can play. We can play with it. You know, just a little bit. So, as you look at this passage, what are some of the things you know that stand out in the passage? And, Go ahead. Uh, I, I think in, you know initially. This seems to always want to be one of those passages that if I'm speaking with a student or something, they say, what is Jesus doing here, you know, and why does he teach in ways that seem to be so confusing at times? And, and, and again, you know, we've talked about this a lot in the podcast. When you read this kind of in the context of what's already come before it, you know, and what comes after, you know, Jesus has already told us that, you know, it's the Father's hidden these things from the wise, but he's pleased to reveal these things, you know, to those who are like children. And, and again, we're seeing our need for for God to come and, and do a work in our heart and to reveal to us these things. And, and even I love you know, that, that turn where the, the disciples hear this teaching from Jesus and they're the ones who are, you know, he says, man, it's, you're blessed that you've heard these things. And they're like, okay, but can you explain them to us? Because even the ones we expect yeah. to get it, don't get it. And it's just a reminder to me that, man, I need God to continue to do a work in my heart and to reveal these things. Mm-hmm. You know, just because I hear the words doesn't mean I, you know, I understand or receive mm-hmm. the word. Mm-hmm. And you have kind of a dual action that takes place. The, the original quote, you know, of course, is a quote from Isaiah, mm-hmm. uh, where God is pronouncing his judgment on the mm-hmm. people. And the people have hardened their heart, and the people yeah. have become calloused. And so God, you know, turns to Isaiah and said, harden the hearts of this people. In other words, God is continuing the work that they have done in order to bring, you know, in order to bring his judgment. And the same thing is happening to Israel in Jesus' day. They're still not listening. They're still not hearing. They're still not responding. And and so Jesus is speaking in a way where those who have a heart to hear can hear and receive the message. And where those who do not have a heart to hear uh, won't hear and Mm -hmm. and, and will reject, you know, will reject the message. So the message itself is becomes you know kind of a dividing point 
between those who desire to do the will of God and those, you know, who, who do not. Mm-hmm. And it's a it's a strange it's a strange saying, you know, to us. Mm-hmm. But it is, uh, and it is also a warning to us. You know, whether we have a part in hardening our hearts, and sometimes, you know, God will further harden our hearts in order to bring us you know to a place of uh, judgment and of course mm-hmm. even earthly judgment is with the hope of repentance yeah. but uh, mm-hmm. it, uh, it is a hard it is one of those hard sayings and it's you know uh, our responsibility not to harden our heart mm-hmm. and then God's sovereignty and using the hardness of our heart to accomplish his purposes that's a good way of explaining that um and in verse 16, I almost wondered if this was like a double meaning. Um, as he's talking to his disciples, he says, But blessed are your eyes because they see and your ears because they hear. Um, for truly, I tell you, many prophets and righteous people long to see what you see, but did not see it, and to hear what you hear, but did not hear it. So the very fact that um, the, the fulfillment of um, the prophecy is standing right before them, and he is actually see, they are actually seeing him and hearing him. As well as you know, their ears being opened uh, and their there, eyes being opened. But, there, there's no yeah. doubt that when the prophets envisioned the coming of the Messiah, they didn't see the Messiah with the kind of clarity that the mm-hmm. disciples were able to see him in, you know, in the person of Christ. So the very person of Christ among them brought clarity to all the Old Testament prophets and began to give it definition. And of course, this is even before you know the you know the the cross and the mm-hmm. resurrection and the exaltation, you know, to the right hand of the Father, which would bring things into even sharper relief as they yeah. would see, you know, through the person of Christ, how the Old Testament prophecies were being fulfilled or brought into their fullness, and uh, they're beginning you know they're beginning to see that. And, and of course, there is some irony involved here because they've just asked him, "Can you explain that to us?" And he said, mm-hmm. "You're able to see, but even you know their their sight is you know like the blind man, right. you know who gets healed and can see." I said, "I see people looking like trees," and then he begins to see a little bit more clear, uh, mm-hmm. and finally you know finally see. And so and, and so are we. Yeah. I mean, you know, we continue to have. Uh, you know, one of the things often, you know, Matt prays, you know, whenever we do podcasts is open our eyes so that we may behold, mm-hmm. you know, wonderful things from your word. And uh, that that's a continuing process that we see yeah. with more and more clarity as, you know, God through his spirit begins to bring uh, all of scripture, mm-hmm. you know, to life mm-hmm. with yeah. us. Yeah. I, love that. I think that's where that just daily, you know, being in the mm-hmm. word and heart work yeah. Is it, you know that's why it's so necessary because there are times. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I, I read a passage and I think I understand it, and then you know maybe a year later or months later or days later I read it again and it's like, how did I ever miss that? I mean, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and it's just it is that the Spirit bringing to light, opening my eyes, right. you know, helping me to see not only just what the Scripture says, but then how the Scripture you know is, is cutting me mm-hmm. me or you know, is is doing the hard work. And, and so I love, you know, when he says, but the seed falling on good soil refers to someone who hears the word and understands it. You know, this is the one that produces a crop yielding 160 or 30 times what was sown, you know, and, and just the various response as well yeah. to that mm-hmm. word. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I've been attempting, you know, to read the scripture through every year for, you know, probably the last 40 years now. And uh, I am amazed every time I read it, what I haven't seen before and what I do see, you know, and, and how much richer and how much deeper it is every time I, I see it in there. And I expect the same thing, you know, will happen, you know, for the next, you know, I don't, I don't know if they have 40 more years, but uh, <laughs> for the next, you know, few years, yeah. you know, as well as I continue to do it. But, you know, it's not just 
reading the word because there are those who who see and do not perceive who hear mm -hmm. you know and do not understand yeah. but it's coming with a you know it's, it's coming with a heart that's ready to receive and of course mm -hmm. that's the distinction you know uh, between that final seed but you know the good soil and it also reminds us you know that there is an expectation that if we are properly hearing god's word then there will be fruit from what we're hearing, mm -hmm. uh, that it will produce Christ-like character, a heart for God, affections for the body of Christ, and affections for those who, who do not know Him, the good works that He's prepared in advance. You know that we should, you know, that we should walk in, and of course, the fruit that He's describing is extraordinary fruit. You know, thirty, you know, uh, hundred or sixty or thirty, you know, thirty times that makes us long, you know, to become better hearers and mm -hmm. to become you know better seers and for you know god to do his work in us you know verse 22 is the one that i think you know really speaks to our our generation you know the upper middle class kind of world that we live in mm -hmm. uh the seed falling among the thorns refers to someone who hears the word but the worries of this life and the deceitfulness of wealth choke the word making it unfruitful that yeah. a lot of times we're so focused on our little kingdoms and our comforts and uh, you know, surrounding ourselves with the good things of this life, that which we think will somehow bring fulfillment and meaning to our life, that that we choke out the word and make it unfruitful. So you have both the delights of this world and the worries of this world, you know, that compete with you know the word of you know the word of God. Yeah. And I don't know what kind of season you know you're in, where you're one that overcome by anxiety or just overcome by you know the pleasures of this world. Both of them can be mm -hmm. a distraction. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think it's fascinating too, just to to read this in light of you know what we've seen in Matthew and what we'll continue to see. Just you know the reps, receptivity to Jesus, you know, from those who are down and out, outcasted, you know, those whose heart have been made tender, yeah. and then those who are you know the Pharisees and the Sadducees and the teachers of the law who they they've heard the law, they they perceive, but you know, or they hear but do not perceive. They they believe they know the law, and just a, in just a few chapters, Jesus is going to rebuke them and say. You know, it's you, you think it's what you put into your mouth, you know, that defiles right. you. But really, your heart is exposing what's what's in you. Right. You know, and, right. and here it is. I, I mean, just the contrast of, I think even for us is, I mean, it, you were probably more like the Pharisees than we want to admit a lot of times. Yeah. And we think I'm the good soil. You know, I I hear and mm -hmm. and we forget that man. We need we need God to to do a, a heart work in yeah. us to to prepare us. I mean, that's that's kind of the you know, the, one of the ironies in the text is it's the word that produces the good soil, and yet you know it, it's our, it's also our responsibility to hear the word and respond to it appropriately. Right. You know, mm -hmm. by God's spirit. But at the end, I mean, you know, is, all this is from God. You know, Paul would say yeah, mm -hmm. that's what you have to love. You know, the writer of Hebrews, mm -hmm. you know, quoting the psalm saying, "Today, if you hear His voice, do not harden your heart." Mm -hmm. In other words, what a precious gift to have the Spirit working in your heart and life so that you can see, understand, and bear the fruit that the Word brings in your life. And and don't, you know, never make light of that privilege and never, uh, when God is speaking, never think, you know, I can postpone that to later respond right now. Mm -hmm. yeah. Today, he says, is the day of your salvation. Nice passage, a nice, uh, you know, nice parable to come back to again and again. Mm -hmm. You know, where we uh, enthusiastic and, you know, quickly spring up so hard that the word can't even, you know, penetrate or, or so just caught up in our everyday lives that the word is not, you know, bearing fruit or, mm -hmm. or the good soil. Matt, do you mind closing yeah. this with a word of prayer? 
Father, would you search us? Would you um, give us a, a softened heart, a heart that, that beats um, after your glory, um, to hear your word, to respond appropriately? Father, give us eyes uh, to see and ears to hear. Uh, would we respond appropriately to your word? Thank you for your word. Thank you that you have spoken to us. Thank you that you continue um, to seek us, to search us, to transform us into the image of Christ. Uh, Father, we, we long to be your people, uh, people who, um, who are growing in maturity, who look more and more like Christ Jesus. And, and so would you form us? Um, Father, continue to, to do a great heart work in us. Help us to respond appropriate, appropriately for your glory and our joy. We love you. It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen.